Alright, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. My name is Zach, uh, recording with a bit of Where is the Love underneath me here, if you remember that, Black Eyed Peas. Just getting me excited seeing the Missile Stakes this weekend and Forbidden Love being the fave. Pretty excited. So, first stakes race, obviously horse's birthday the other day on August 1. And this is where we just get excited leading into spring. So, pumped for that. Uh, it's just going to be me and Kohai today. Tom is uh, slaving away, working his ass off in uh, Thoroughbred Central for all you Sky Racing fans out there. But uh, we're going to be talking all things uh, racing for this weekend at Randwick. So... We're not going to be on too much of a heavy deck, I don't think. A little bit of rain, but look, it was good to not be on a heavy last weekend, so that was nice. But uh, yeah, all things leading towards a Ram Week, which is a bit exciting, headlined by the Missile. Thank you for listening. If this is your first time, we talk a punt. We're going to be talking a fair bit more of uh, Saturdays at Flemington, Caulfield, all the Melbourne tracks, plus we're going to do a bit of Sydney, or all of Sydney, and if you like it, please leave a review. It does wonders for us. We're going to probably start recording uh, a bit more videos and getting a few more guests on. Spoke to a couple of jockeys this week that are pretty keen to be involved over the carnival as well. So it'd be great if you could leave a review. That would be fantastic. Otherwise, you can join the Facebook group. Just search, search Give Us a Spell podcast and follow Instagram and all that sort of gear as well. But I welcome in Coey, mate. How are you? Yeah, how good, Tunners? Um it feels like spring's right around the corner. The weather's absolutely peachy today. Like, I don't know how hot it is, but it's finally not raining. Stakes grades coming. Missile stakes. First, you know, metro meeting or Saturday meeting of the uh, the new new calendar. Everything's heading up. It's just looking good, isn't it? Like, it's it's just a good time to be, you know, starting. I mean, I don't want to say we're starting the carnival, but it feels like it. And it's only August, first week of August. Exactly, and we're what a soft six today. And does that mean we like there is the possibility of some rain? I know Friday night. Does that mean we stay on a soft? Could we ever possibly get on a good? I don't know about a good, um, but saying that, I mean, the the ground's going to pace super fair. The rails back to a true after. Yeah. Well, we saw we saw a fortnight ago that <laughs> meeting they got abandoned after race one where it was absolutely bottomless. Everyone was on the outside fence. Mm-hmm. Now it's the rails back to a true. Like it's going to be genuine racing, and I, I am pumped. Like it's it's going to be a great day. And well, whether I don't think it'll be a downgrade. I, I don't think there's too much rain coming. Is my understanding. So I'd say we might get to a soft five. We might, and but I'd put an asterisk next to it. I think soft six is as good as it gets, to be honest, especially in like recent times and recent forecasts. So I'm happy to deal with a soft six. At least we're off a bloody heavy, which we were on for months and months, it felt like. Um, we're going to talk about round week, obviously, Missile Stakes Day, which is exciting, Forbidden Love being the fave. But before that, uh, we were just talking before we hit record on these prize money increases. So some people probably heard a little bit of this during the week from Racing New South Wales, but they've announced a $30 million prize money. So I'm going to break it down a little bit. We'll chat about it. But the spring feature races, for example, things like this. The Concord goes from one hundred and sixty grand to 500000 A huge jump already. Shorts increases five hundred to a million. The Premier goes from five hundred to a million. The Kosciuszko, which you know is one one point three, it goes to two million. The Sydney Stakes goes from five hundred grand to two million, up one point five. And the Nature Strip Stakes goes from one to three million, a two million dollar increase. The funny thing is that I thought is the Cosy, fantastic race, love it, love the concept and whatnot. 
is now worth two million. A, a race like the Stradbroke, which is rich in history, is worth one point five. So the Kosciuszko is now worth five hundred grand more than the Kosciuszko, more than the Stradbroke. It's it's insane, isn't it? Like it's <laughs> they're just really. I mean, start off with like thirty million dollars in, in increase. Like I mean, we only. I think this time last year got what an extra twenty million or whatever it was. It was huge at the time, and then out of nowhere, PBL's just gone stuff it, fuck yeah. it. You know what? Here's, here's another thirty. This is how flying this industry is. Uh, we'll throw another thirty on for good measure, and added a whole bunch of races. And uh, this, well, I'm sure we'll touch on the sp- sprint series now. You've just listed the races, mm-hmm. just got the pay pay bump, but like. His his kind of um, ideology of putting the sprinting ranks to the world now. Yeah. Like I mean, all, all well and good if you're if you're a good horse from the UK, let's say that you know Coolmore or Inglis or you know one of the studs could potentially send one. Now they're just going to think right ahead and have the foresight to actually plan a preparation in Sydney because there is just so much money, like. <laughs> you, the, you mentioned a couple of those races. They've well, gone from, yeah. you know, like a, a the Sydney stakes, race yeah, Sydney stakes, two million, yeah, and the Nature Strip stakes a million to three million, and then they've bought in a new one million dollar race on Everest Day called the Five Diamond Prelude for five year olds only, and then they've also added a five hundred thousand dollar race called the Little Dance, which is you know, a consolation to the big dance for horses that are eligible but unable to get a start. So the ones that probably came second in their um, qualifying races and stuff, but. We mentioned this, so there's now a $6 million sports bet Sydney Sprint Series bonus. So this is pretty rare for, for I guess, sports bet to be involved in around racing New South Wales and that sort of stuff, and it's always tab, right? So if anyone doesn't understand this, so obviously the Everest is the feature of the carnival. To further grow these sprint races across spring, a new $6 million bonus, fully sponsored by Sportsbet, will be paid to the horses winning the most points across the following races, which is the ones I mentioned before, the Concord Shorts, Premier, Everest, Sydney Stakes, Nature Strip Stakes. Points will be awarded based on five points for first, four for second, third for third, whatever. Um, double points will be awarded for Nature Strip Stakes on Golden Eagle Day. It is insane. So this is $6 million bucks. So why would you ever have your sprinters riding down in Flemington or whatnot in Melbourne. Mate, you, you're totally right. And like, like I said, like you, you're going to, p- people worldwide are going to be looking at this program now. Like it's, it's outrageous. The, Good time to the be Everest an owner. In it, yeah. Well, the Everest in itself opened people's eyes globally, right? Like people are like, holy shit, there's a $15 million sprint race in Sydney. Like that's incredible as it is. But now they're going to be like, shit, we've got a decent, you know, decent sprinter. I don't know how it matches up with the Aussies. I mean, we saw the likes of Nature Strip and Artorias kill it over in the UK as of late. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like, you want to challenge these sprinters. You want to be, I don't know, like, breeding such a big game in the UK and they don't really have the sprinting calibre that we've, we've got because I think we've just literally set the benchmark globally speaking. Yep, agree. But the... Like, you'd be silly not to. Like, you'd just go, oh, like, for those doubters beforehand that would have been like, oh, I don't want to really send my horse halfway across the world to maybe finish top three. Mm. Now they've got a whole program. (laughs) That's right. And 
the money's ludicrous. And then on top of that, it's this sports bet sprint series. It's not a bonus. It's got to go off every year. Yeah. <laughs> like it's the whole ideology is here's $6 million for the series. Uh, first place gets, I think, what, $2 million? Is that right? I'm not sure. I, the can't break, I can't remember the breakdown, but still, it's $6 the, million bucks and, you know, what is it, top five or something? It's crazy. Yeah. It's unbelievable. So, like, and then you know, you, let's say let's say you just run three of those races and rack up, I don't know. Yeah, eight points, you, ten points. Even, exactly. You're just going to be in. I'd love to own. Only, I'd love to own Nature Strip at the moment. Have a share. Oh, wouldn't you? What? Like, it's it's got to be interesting how like it changes Nature Strip's preparation as well because mm. I think like the last couple of years off the back of the Everest, he, even he has gone down to Victoria. Yeah, it won't be going now. Won't be going. Yeah, he shan't be going because you know. Let's say he comes second in the premier and mm-hmm. wins the Everest. You know, like there's there's essentially nine points, and if he competes in his own namesake race, for example, so yeah, shorts. Like, yeah, it's crazy. Like, and he, he could be in for another three million dollars. The owners are going to be like, Chris, we're not going. We're not going we've won enough too. group ones. We've won enough group ones. Let's take some cash while we can. And, and then. It's stupid not to almost. Can you imagine doing that and then also probably like winning the Everest as well? Short favourite for the Everest and then getting all that. But then autumn feature races are in- increased as well. So the Queen Elizabeth is up to five million. The Doncaster's up to four. The TJ's up to three. The Galaxy's up to one. And the Rambit's up to one. So besides that as well, but there's a distribution too. So like there's also now a 1.5% strappers bonus, for example. So there's money being funded now like all different ways. Even picnic Picnic races prize money has gone up, and Sky Two minimum prize money has gone. Up. Anyway, he must be flushed with cash, and I would hate to be reading this if I was working for Racing Victoria or anything like that. So, get me bloody exciting. It's just incredible. Like so I, I don't know. Like, like you just mentioned the autumn, and the like. Nat- naturally speaking, this kind of I guess follows the same suit of what we've been talking about. But like the autumn races, right? Has historically been where we attract internationals, and now it's just going to be even more tempting. You know, like it's going to be like, well, we could go elsewhere, but shit, the QE, one of our mm-hmm. best, you know, way for age races going around, um, is now worth what you say four million dollars. It's crazy, mate. It's um, the QE is yeah, so, no, it goes from four to five. So yeah, it's five million. Like it gets a twenty five percent bump, and four million was enticing enough. And it being <laughs> one of the touted, world touted fucking group ones, is now an extra million on top. You just go, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. And there's bonuses attached to that for traveling horses as well. So it's it just makes for an exciting future. An upcoming autumn and upcoming spring is just going to yeah. be enormous. So you got that. You got the one um, percent now, which is of all prize money goes to Equine Welfare Fund, which is Squillions. And then so just for Everest Day, the prize money is $21.8 million for one day's racing at Randwick, which just exceeds bloody everything. So it just shows how Everest Day has just been such a success. How's, how long has it been around? I can't remember. 2017? 2017. This will be the 6th running. So Red Zell 1 to Classique. I'm missing someone in between there as well. Are. But it's crazy. It's, yeah, it's bloody yeah, insane. It's, it's unbelievable. Like, oh man, like, it's mouth-watering stuff. Yes, 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 world, one, didn't it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yes, That's yes, a three-year-old. And you know what? Like, it 
it improves our breeding ranks as well, I have to think, going forward. Like, the internationals are going to want to sire with, yeah, our commodity. I think we'll have a few, like, uh, stallions shuttled over, <laughs> possibly anyway, to fill covers in UK so they can hopefully in future compete in a sprint series like this. So I think it's just a big tick for everywhere you look for Australian racing, in particular New South Wales, obviously. In particular New South Wales. So bravo, Mr. Volandis. Um, yeah, just keeps pulling out money out of his ass. Just don't know where it keeps coming from. But um, Rearwick, we uh, got 10 of the best. So we'll fly through, chat on a, a horse or two in each race. But um, the highway goes around is race number one. It's 1,800-metre highway. So we got life well lived. Bowman has a bunch of favourites too. I went through what his um, rides are throughout that. I think he's riding five of the ten favourites. Um, that's at 360. Did open 480. Mirror Queens there at 480. Uh, Dig. Dylan Gibbons claiming three. Great jock. Great apprentice. Relucent there is $7. We got Lord DeCenimo, et cetera, um, at bigger rods. Anything for the highway, mate? Steering clear? Oh, mate, this, this is the... It's it's back to highways being race number one, and you just go, yeah. oh God, God help us. Uh, yeah, sleep. Through I have it. a look at. Yeah, I've I've watched a couple of the replays. Like I mean, only the the heavy hitters at the top of the market. Life well lived, as mentioned. Uh, current favourite. Wide gate comes out of a du- yeah, Dubbo class two. Yeah, comes out of a wide gate. Huey on board, big tick. Heavy and soft forms really good. I just don't know if. It's so hard to map up with the the fourteen. Uh, sorry, the eighteen hundred as well. Everything mm. should get its its chance, and the way that it won last start uh, was impressive. I just don't know how you go about class two at Dubbo. Yeah, you know, like it's it's so hard, and that's why highways are such one of the hardest races to just even map because you just genuinely don't know. There's so many unknowns, and coming to Randwick, well, most of these are coming to Randwick first time. Like there's been a few that's running around the provincial circuits, but overall there's only, or what? I think there's only three runners that have been to town before, and that's pretty rare for a highway actually, because a lot of that usually crosses over. Well, Zardig might be a good chance. Six bucks. Zardig's definitely been in there, done that as well. Last start it was a good win as well. Drawn five, handy, and three kilos off with Dylan on the back. I think that is definitely a play. I definitely think it's a play, and it's. First up record, it's not really a first up. It's just had a light little freshen up, mm. had a tick over trial at Hawkesbury. Don't read too much into the the trial. I mean, Bellucci Bay won that trial, and that's just a season campaign in that nowadays, and it's just kind of a sprinter as well, so the distance suited. Yeah, I, I genuinely am kind of with you here, Tunnels. I think uh, it'll box up nicely, I think. It likes to lead, but it doesn't have to lead, I think, in this race. I think it can just sit off the leader's. And then, yeah, just the fact that it's one at Randwick, that's a big big plus for mine. So six bucks, I'd, I'd take that right now. Yeah, I think that's a big plus too. Um, race number two is the midway, all of our favourite races, another 1,800 metres. Bazooka is the fave. J-Mac aboard for David Payne. Six bucks into $4 already today. Highly desired. Dylan's claiming three again. Uh, that's at 440. Adiol Steve, good name um, for David Payne. That's at 550. Brown Thomas at eights and McCormack at $14. I've had a bit of love on McCormack in my past. Um, Nickashay, 15s, others at the bigger odds. We've got Sigril there, all those. But um, good coin for Bazooka in the farm. What is it? Six into fours already. Oh, Bazooka's such a nonny for mine. Like, mm. I've lost so much cash on that horse, and I just I can't keep following it in. I know J-Max book it draws well. It should get a decent enough run. Uh, it's 
yeah, I don't actually know when it won last time. <laughs> and it just seems to always find itself towards the top of the market. I just, nah. Like Bazooka's I, I last be... win was Hawkesbury a year ago. God, like it's not even in town, you know. Like it's, yeah, leave me out of that bazooka fight. I just don't think that's mm-hmm. just where I want to be. I'd rather be, like like you already mentioned, I've had a little bit of love on McCormack, but that hasn't won for a little while as well. Yeah, I think a lot of a interesting year, no, forms. Two years ago. Has it been two years now? 22nd of August, 2020 at Randwick. It's been going around some decent, you know, it's it's a real cups horse, country cups horse, McCormack, and Tracy Bartley, I mean, it's, I reckon he's genuinely an underrated trainer, training out of Wyong. And, Don't you reckon Highly Desired's win last start? What was it? The Farm or Canterbury or Farm? That was a pretty good win coming off a win there. It, Second it round. It was a good win. And I, I was filthy that I missed it, to mm. be honest. Like, I, I've backed it for the last couple of starts, thinking, oh, yeah, I mean, I like the price. Leeds, you know, should be a good side. But uh, two starts back, it was second on the Kenzo, and I just... Yeah, last time it was just uh, at my fault that I just didn't back it. I think eighteen hundred is going to be interesting. I think it should be able to handle the trip. Uh, Sixty-one kilos would have been heavy, but with the three-kilo claim of Dylan Gibbons, massive, massive tick. A um, couple of interesting runners. Butch and Bugs is interesting. Sagrill interesting. Oh, there's so many nonnies in this field, though, isn't there? Like, I mean, Highly Desired's got the the win recently. Adios Steve two starts back, one running. It's unexpected the same. Midways, I generally don't like to bet. Highly desired uh, for me, I reckon. Highly desired. Claire Lever's so underrated as well. I think she's really going great guns. I think I imagine her stable get gets pretty big. Well, not big, but like it, it's starting to grow already. But it'll go to a new level this year, I reckon. Um, I don't mind that three kilo claimer, bud. So yeah, highly desired for me as well, I reckon. All right, highly desired. Race number three, a 2,400-meter race. And we got, oh, tough one. Cadre du Noir. Don't know. J-Max on for Kiramar and Eustace. Seven bucks and a 550. We got Dylan again here. He's on our candidate, claiming three again for Chris Lees at six bucks. YG Drazzle. I'm still going with that. That's Pikey and Waller. That's at 650. <laughs> so United, Rachel King and Gay. They're at 750. Maricopa, Forrest Diamond, Phillipsburg, Fumato. Um, Decadent Tail. A little bit of money. 21 into 15. You've even got our Bambino there at odds too. But look, why can't um, Dylan Gibbons make it three in a row? Coming off a win at Grafton. It's had a run in the heavy at Rose Hill. What do you reckon? Uh, that are candidate. I mean, it won comfortably at Grafton during the carnival. I just, it was just a class six and mm. it wasn't a very strong field. Like, to be absolutely honest, it was a pretty weak field. Uh, the big tick is that it can handle the distance. 2,400 seems to be its pet distance. It's won three times over that trip, so I cannot put a pen through it. Handles handles the soft like it's, it loves the soft condition, so that's a big tick. Three kilos off, like you said, huge. But I just still have a bit of query about that last start. I think if it was, let's say, a stronger, stronger field, I think it probably loses. I mean, it was a very short price favourite going around that graft on that day, so I'm just going to steer away from it i'm gonna tread lightly on two runners phillipsburg being one 2400 meters big query it's never gone that far up in trip it's just like it 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 leaves its run so late the last three starts um i think i was on once or twice for it and yeah just i think it might just relish this 2400 meter 
trip. I, I think it might have the uh, the last laugh, so it could be flying late. The wet one I want to stick my money really probably on is uh, Cadre de Noir, J-Mac on board. Barrier shouldn't be an issue. 2,400 metres, I mean, that starts in the front straight. I think it's about 100, 200 metres before the post. So they do a lap in a little bit. I just, I don't know, I, like watching last preparation, I think it was, you know, we, we saw some promise of what this horse can do and is capable for. I think the fact that we stepped into a soft ground is a big tick. It's had a light freshen up and it's gone around strong enough company like La Chevalier. Uh, Jojo was a man a couple starts back. Yonkers, end of last prep, or end of two preps ago, sorry, had a massive gap in between. I'm hoping that, and Kira Mar and David Eustace, I mean, they're, they're no slouches when it comes to staying races. So that's where I'd be keeping my money uh, on the toppy here. Uh, what is it, about five bucks? 550, at the yeah. No, I think 550 is a great price. And I think it's, it'll be interesting what they want to do with this horse. If it, you know, if this is the springboard for spring, I'm not sure, but um, it's only been in benchmark company, but seems to have a little bit of talent. So I'll be sticking with it, Simmons. All right, stick with the fave. 5.50, we got race number four. It's a 1,400-meter race. This is where Pikey is on a fave. He's riding Conqueror for Walla. It's $2.30. We got Kudarati, J-Mac. That's a 5.50. I've been trying. Ellen Hanlessy claiming three. That's 11 bucks in a 6.50. Good coin, but also good money for Cacophonics. Cacophonics. Dylan claiming three again for Chris Lee's 11 bucks into 8.50 and then double figures for all the others. But pretty good coin for these two ones. I've been trying and Cacophonics, I must say, I don't know really either of those horses, mate. Do you? Uh, so I've been trying. That It's coming out of highway form. So it, it won the highway against Running Bear. And Running Bear form's been actually quite strong of late. So it's not a bad one, but highway form has me questioning saying that it's probably one of the most experienced gallopers in this field, which I wouldn't have thought I'd be saying, but it actually is. Two unknowns. Uh, Conqueror, obviously, this huge bit of support for it. It's had four trials, one start, where it won, uh, I think, a midweek maiden at the Kenzo, and then it just, yeah, they, I guess they just wanted to, they got the win, and then they went, got a bit of developing to do so they've just kind of tipped it out and sent it to the paddock straight away so obviously the camp's got thoughts for the spring campaign coming it being a three-year-old now so i'm not i'll be curious where it wants to go like is it a possible golden rose horse i'm not sure um obviously in the star thoroughbred colors so you know and with willie park on board lot lot to like about it and i mean two bucks though 230 <laughs> 230 it's still very short, isn't it? And much could be said about Kudarati, like Newcastle Maiden a year ago. <laughs> a year ago where it won, and then I don't know if it had any issues, some injuries, but it got tipped out. Had a recent trial, real nice piece of work by the seams of things where, well, Tommy Berry was on board that day, so that's a little bit of a query. But, yeah, like it almost seems like it could be a race in two. But... Yeah, something like Cotton Fingers wouldn't surprise me. I think it's got a couple of runs under its belt. I think it being, what, 57 and a half kilos, Tommy Berry sticks. I think that's a big tick. It's a tricky little race, this. <laughs> uh, Cacophonics, I, I black booked last start as well. Like, I think it did really well on that uh, heavy eight. It was right out the back. I mean, it was dead, stone motherless last, and it made some good ground. 
step up to 1400 should be a big tick. Dylan Gibbons on three kilos. I mean, yeah, surely Dylan doesn't take three of the first four races, but it could be a chance. But I'm going to stick with Cotton Fingers here, just the experienced and the more kind of – I'm going for fitness here, so I'll take the price and find the fitness. All right, Cotton Fingers, $11. It's a bloody tough race. I may even have a little bit of Johnny on. I've been trying. Talking about fitness, going to make it three in a row. What is that? That's at 6.50. Um, race number five, we got a 1,300-metre race. We got Pizarro. Tommy's riding uh, this time. Last start, I think it won last weekend where Hugh was riding. But uh, Tommy's riding Pizarro, 3.20 into 2.90. We got Darylina Bell, Pikey aboard at 3.50. Nifla, we all know Nifla. That's at sixes. We got Equation, Reese Jones, claiming a little bit for Annabelle, uh, 13s into nines. Grayson Harmony, Yukon, Adelaide's Light, all them. They're all there. Pizarro, can it make it two in a row? I think it can. I genuinely think. I mean, the little query is where is Hugh? I'm not sure what's happened to Hugh because he's not even riding in this race, yeah. which is some, somewhat surprising. So I don't know what's happened there, but uh, Pizarro's win. It was knocking on the door, all preparation, second, second, and then got the win last start. Uh, yeah, I, I just like it. Um, not much to really report on anything else. I mean, there's a couple of horses I like following, like Niffler and... Uh, Love Planet Even, Omaji, I think it's a bit too strong for it first up. Equation, can't find that horse. Grace and Harmony, I mean, that went through an Oaks campaign last year and it's on the disappointing side. So I'd be interested to see where that goes to this preparation. But yeah, it's hard to knock the favourite here. So I'll be with Pizarro uh, with a little bit of market watch on uh, Equation and Grace and Harmony. Yeah, Pizarro, you're getting about three bucks. Snap that up. 1,000-metre sprint is next. Maltai, here's Hugh. Hugh's aboard here. 280 to $3. got Smyrn Nova, Pikey riding for the Hawks at 420 Leo, done that before, 550 uh, Rita May, Tommy, 15 into 11. Quick tempos there. Van Giz. I like Van Giz. Um, Dylan's riding there, claiming three for Bjorn. But um, Maltai, yes, you with Huey? Uh, last preparation, really strong. First up, forms... It's perfect. It's two from two. Its latest trial was like Ferretti. It, it came second in the trial and Ferretti won the trial. Mm. And that used to be, I don't know if it still is a Gay and Adrian horse, but regards the in true Gay and Adrian fashion, that thing just, they troll, they're troll beasts. I mean, it's a bit of a nonny, that horse. Yeah, but still it, with them. They, they, they troll enormously and they just it went, start to finish. So it was an easy watch spot for Ferretti connections as well. But Maltai was behind it. And I think it was pretty eye-catching as well. I think just the only query being it was on the Syntho track. So, but it handled it well. And yeah, I've got no knock on it. I guess a slight knock on the weight, um, 61 and a half. It's, it's going to need, uh, mm, true. it's, it's going to be heavy. And there is going to be a little bit of onset speed. I know it's drawn one, which is ideal, but they might get pestered which I don't like to see when they're carrying so much weight as well. Um, so a little bit of a query. I don't mind it, though. I can I can totally respect the uh, favouritism. Rita May, Tommy, uh, speaking to Tommy yesterday, and he is pretty pumped about this. And he's pre- pretty goddamn pumped that it's not a heavy track. Mm. Um, just the fact that it's going to be running on the soft, gets the surface of Reese Jones. It's going to be rock bottom. It's going to be carrying 52 kilos. So... Definite danger, but once again, like I said, it's going to be up on the speed, and it, you know what? It could probably sit outside Mautai, 
and just that weight could carry it over. So that's kind of where I'm going to go with. So Reed and May for me, just with the rock bottom weight. And if it gets a nice, cozy run, ideally I want to almost say if it can settle two back, one out, I'd love to see it. Uh, but if it has to sit outside later, I wouldn't be against it. It's just its natural racing pattern. It likes to ping the lids. So, yeah, but the, the value is there for Rita May, so I'm going to take the value and go go Team White. Team White, Rita May, Reese Jones flying, claiming one and a half. It's 11 bucks. It's three bucks a place, too, if you want to whack the place. Uh, the Premier's Club Prelude. Um, this is probably one of my favourite bets of the day, I think. Lord Ardmore is going around. Hugh Bowman, Walla, it's $3, was 350 Alcione, 460 with Reese aboard. Francesco Guardi with Pikey, $6. Uh, Skyman's there for J-Mac at 10 We've got Arapaho, Arapaho. Dylan riding for Bjorn at 13s. Last Chevalier, yee yee. They're going around as well. But, mate, I, I can't get past Lord Ardmore, and I still love the three bucks. What do you reckon? Three bucks, great bet. Bet now. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in the same camp, Tunners. I think it's it's got to be close to the best of the day. Um, it And don't get me wrong, it's it's a pretty handy field. It's a pretty handy field because, I mean, uh, there's I a like few Francesco. that are. Francesco Guard is no slouch. Alcione's last win was, it was great. Um, but, you know, Huey's jumped off that. Obviously, he probably can't ride the 52 kilos anyway, so that's probably why he's been off it. Last Chevrolet, if it was heavier, he'd probably be on it. Like, this, even Murberry's. Murberry's is a good horse as well. So, like, there's definitely quite a few chances, but I just genuinely think Lord Ardmore, uh, 1,800 metres, last start was really good. Improving track is, I think it, it needs to. It needs a little bit of cut out of the ground. So we don't really want to see a soft five. That's the only little bit of query I have. But the eighteen hundred meters, Huey booked barrier four. It should, it could lead. It could potentially lead. But um, that'll be up to Huey and how it jumps out of the gates. But I'm just trying to figure what can physically beat it. And Nothing. I think we've touched on it. We've touched on the fact that you know there there are some uh, good winter horses there. But I think, I think yeah, Lord Ardmore, best bit of the day. Me too. All right, race number eight is the Missile. So exciting times. Forbidden Love, Huey riding another favourite for Friedman. So 280 out to 320. I remember you said during the week, it's probably because it might get a bit pestered in the inside. But Bellucci Bay there at 5 bucks with J-Mac aboard. We've got Counter Rupee, good horse, 550. Embracer there, Regan's riding. Pikey's there aboard. Halal, Nimalee's there. Gem Song, Wonderbar. Prime candidate, 41 into 26, couple of bucks there. Um, I still reckon Forbidden Love. Like, if it if everything goes according to plan, it should win, right? It's the class horse of the, the field, hands down. Like, it's – last preparation was huge. Um, I did say that, it, yeah, it's probably going to get pestered from the outside draw, but it's cr- – class prevails. And I just think that if Huey can settle this horse close, I don't think it has to lead it. If it can settle it close without overworking it, it's just – yeah, this just I'm I'm excited to see this horse in spring. So it's got great first up form. Barrier ten, like we mentioned, is the slight query. Just everything maps well by the barrier. I uh, just think that Halal's going to be twelve hundred. I think is just too sharp for it. It needs to step further. It needs fourteen, sixteen, and that'll be how I see it get mapping. It's only one first up once as well. So this is just a nice little tick over see where where we're at with it and it, it, that should be having a massive spring as well count the rupee honest horse but you know i just think i just think forbidden love is just a better horse 
Uh, what else can we touch on? A couple of, couple of Australian bloodstock horses, fresh up, Glenn oh, on board uh, special reward. Barrier 12 is definitely not where it wants to be, but it will settle probably midfield. So not the worst case scenario. Jam Song comes off the second at Morney, which was actually a really, really good run. It was a good, it was a peach from um, Aaron Bullock that day as well. Mm. It was just short of uh, Rangers who luckily saluted because I, I was on uh, the old Rangers on Gary Cleesey's better the day on yeah. his birthday. I do recall this. Uh, talented and embracer. I mean, that we all saw that trial at Warwick Farm. And once again, much like Ferretti, I mentioned earlier in one of the earlier races, the Waterhouse bot team, they just, they create these troll beasts and Embracer is definitely one of them as well. Uh, won that trial by eight and a half. Um, saying that, I just don't know what to think of this horse. I mean, you have to remember this horse was in the Everest last year, slightly on a default because something got scratched before the race and it didn't come last. So it's got a little bit of quality about it. And you know that there's only going to be one way for this horse to be ridden. Mm. Regan will shoot this straight to the front. Like it being drawn inside forbidden love, it will hold probably hold the fence and just burn them off early. So it is definitely a chance, but it's so hard to look past the favorite forbidden love for mine. Yeah, I think so. 320 is pretty good too. All right, we got race number nine, uh, about 1,600 metre mile race, benchmark 78. Dylan's riding the fave here. Contributing factor, claiming three for Dave Atkins, 550 into 460, coming off a win, I think it was last week, where Karen rode. Um, Ill Affair, J-Mac and Waller for 80 in from seven. Bold Mac, Huey aboard, 550. We got First Light, Nash riding. Well, Walla, fuck, Walla's got a few, 650, Safika, Timmy Clark at 10 bucks, <laughs> and we've got a bunch of others. Um, a little bit of coin, I guess, for Silent Agenda. Tyler claiming two for Joe Pride. That's 23 into 14. Um, similar with Casino Kid, but, mate, it's a tough race. Tough race. Um, contributing factor was a really nice win last last week, and I do like the short backups. I do like to see that on the old form guide, so... I have no doubt that Dave Atkins has got this thing absolutely humming along. Uh, could go two from two, but I want to go towards Bold Mac, the ex Kiwi gelding. Um, last start, yeah, I think it was a quaddy killer, if I recall. Um, I think Blesk was the short price favourite, and then in the last kind of bound or two, nosed it out and yeah, won. It did. Uh, yeah, you're right. First up in Australia and doing doing that i mean uh if i were the connections i'd be excited to see where this horse can go i don't know if it's going to be quite stakes gray but it's you know it's exciting to have why wouldn't you send a horse to new south Wales, like we already mentioned so i reckon it can go back to back huey on board barry four no issue i think 16 and a half is definitely on the heaviest side uh it, it does climb seven and a half kilos but i think 1800, oh, sorry, 1600. I, I think it is a genuine mile horse, this. So I'd be curious to see it. One at odds, I don't mind. Uh, it would be Casino Kid. I think it's at odds, isn't it? Yeah, it's 14 bucks. 14 bucks. Uh, last start, 1100 meters was just way too sharp for it. It's definitely more of a genuine miler, Casino Kid. And it loves coming to Randwick. Um, so I, I'd definitely give it. Yeah, I mean, 14 bucks. that's a great price, I think. Barry 13 should be an issue now that it's coming from 1100 to 1600 It does map a little bit wide, looking at the speed map, but I wouldn't be too worried. And then there's two interesting horses, which I don't know how to find. First Light, 
decent first up, but it's stepping 200 metres down in distance. So, sly query. I mean, it was in listed company over at, that, uh, like, the UK. Won a... 2400 meter race so the fact that it's stepping down distance is a little bit of a query of mine but you got nash's services so that's always handy and safika i know the connections richard and will friedman have decent thoughts about this also i'll be curious to see what it can do going up in trip and it will lose six kilos so the lower weight the further trip on a better surface we might see the best of safika but yeah, I'll be going the toppy and a little each way on Casino Kid. All right. And I think so. Bold Mac, I think Huey might have a good day tomorrow. All right, last race. This is um, always a nightmare. And we got a three-way favouritism at 550 apiece. So 1,200 metres, Huey is riding glittery. Um, Godolphin, barrier 15, 6 into 550. Coming off win at the farm. Jalay, uh, J-Mac, barrier 11. John O'Shea, runner, 550. We've got Sunrise Ruby as well for Mitch Beer and Timmy Clark. That's 8 to 550, so some little good coin there. They've all drawn pretty wide. You've got Lady Brook there at 9s. Belciel, Pikey riding at 14s. Lady Banff. There was a bit of chat. I'm pretty sure Munzee even mentioned this horse, and I don't know how to pronounce it, but Marchioness, Marchioness, number 10, Jay Ford. 26 to 18. I don't know much about it. I did hear him talking it up, though. Came off a eighth last start. But, look, I have no idea. In the last, what do you reckon? It's a bit of a shit fight, this race. <laughs> it is. That's what I'm... Um, like, surprisingly, for a sprint to end of the day, uh, there's not too many leaders. Like, on, like I'm talking, like, 80% of the field are middle to back markers. So... I'd say Lady Banff could shoot up, Lady Brooke likely to shoot up, and that's pretty much as honest as the speed gets. Rupert could make a move forward-ish. Everyone else kind of sits back, so I think it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a bit of a tactical tactical race, and like I initially thought, oh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty handy. Sunrise Ruby, I do like that horse, and going towards the Cozzy last start was huge in that second, but... The improving track, I just can't take it. I think if it does hit soft five by race 10, which it could, I don't think I want to be on it. Um, Marshall is, I mean, yeah, I know I know Munzee's got a little thing for this horse, but I can't find it. It was in the same race. There's quite a few that comes out of that same race. Lady Brooke, I think, is the value runner, I genuinely think. I know it's drawn 14, which is why, but like I said, if it's – one of the only genuine speed horses, I think it could <laughs> it could get to the front pretty comfortably without using too much petrol from that wide draw. Um, what about Rupertar? That Bjorn's horse, 18 bucks. Also, like, it, it's going to be forward as well, and obviously Bjorn in the last. That's, you mm. know, that's, that's a thing nowadays, and it gets two kilos off with Tyler Schiller, but I think it might be just too strong, uh, too weak for these this grade for now anyway. Irish Angel, I've got, you know, I do like this horse, but uh, Barrier 58 and a half. Nash is on board, which is the big tick for mine, but it's going to be caught in that midfield scuffle. And I just don't, I'm just going to go with a gut feeling and take Lady Brooke at each way odds, purely because it's going to lead. And with not so much pressure, I think if it gets a cozy run up front, I think it's just going to be a sit and sprint. And a lot of these back markers are going to, find it hard to catch I reckon especially with the the drying track and I think they'll be running oh, I mean this week's racing will be like nothing else we've seen in the last 
two, three months because the times are going to be actually far, far quicker, I think. So it's going to be refreshing. Uh, I'm going to say Lady Brooke just for a little bit of value play, finish the last. All right, Lady Brooke in the last. I had to flick through the other venues and stuff. Nothing really got me excited. I guess there was like that sprint race at Flemington with, I think it was King of Sparta's favourite was shooting for gold, our old horse. Um, serious suspect stage man, not really that fussed, to be honest. King of Sparta could win at 270, but any other races you want to talk on before we wrap up? No, not particularly. I, yeah, like I, Much like you, mate, Like I haven't really done too much form. Uh, that, that Flemington straight, is definitely interesting, and we were, I think we were on King of Sparta that day. I can't remember who was second elect in that. Something got absolutely smashed in that race. Scolopini mm. rings a bell, but yeah. um, I reckon it'll go back to back. Um, King of Sparta could be a little smoky for the Everest as well. So. I've heard that. I've heard a little yarn about that. A uh, little, little, you know, it might happen, that kind of thing. So I've if it keeps putting a picket fence next to its name, I don't see why it wouldn't get picked. So keep an eye on it. 270 tomorrow, I think that's a good price. Um, shooting for gold, I think it hasn't quite returned the same horse it was last preparation. So 360s unders, serious suspect, a genuine, like honest horse down to Victoria. But yeah, favourite for mine, King of Sparta. Best of the day, mate. I'm going to be chucking in Lord Ardmore. I know you said probably similar, but any others you want to chuck in a little multi? Uh, Lord Ardmore, I'd, I'd say, is definitely the best for me, Dave. Pizarro? Uh, well, Pizarro, I, I've got a feeling it might drift tomorrow, so I wouldn't take the current price. I wouldn't be putting it as my like next best, so to speak. Let me just try and... Uh, read a Mayer place. Rita May a place. I, I don't mind that play. Let's have a look. We go Lord Ardmore to win. We go Rita May to place. We're already at 10 bucks. Last one going through race eight. Well, about Forbidden Love just to win. I think we just got to throw the favourite in, don't we? We're just going right, to do it. a little, little flex. <laughs> All right. Lord Ardmore win. Forbidden Love win. And Rita May a place. We're getting 30 to one. Yes, please. Thank you. Um, do you want to t- do you want to touch on last week's multi summons? Uh, oh, I can't remember it. Oh no, I don't. Oh, I don't. Oh, I don't. <laughs> Fuck. That was so Fuck depressing. It. Fuck. That was a sick beat, though. It was. So yeah, obviously when we talked about it, uh, Shades of Rose was. We all just thought it was a crazy price, and when I. I think a friend of us said that it should be a dollar sixty, and I was a bit of the same. And then I spoke to Brad Gray, and I asked him about, I go, what do you reckon? Was it a butcher? He goes, nah, it's been known to bugger the start. And I said, wasn't it a bit more of the ride? And he goes, nah, look at the stewards' vision, and it's true, it got shafted yeah. at the beginning, which I didn't even know. Right, I was just bagging around. It was three wide the trip, and that's why I thought yeah. it was a good thing. It was, was well disguised. Yeah, so that one and one well, one by three or four lengths or something, I was really keen on um, Kanazawa. And Kanazawa was a decent price. Reese is riding. I was happy with that. And it came into, like, favourite, $3.50 favourite, and it just got the worst run. It wasn't him. It just got shafted, and it should have easily run a place, which was in the multi. And then, obviously, Wicklow won as well, and that was the other leg too. So that was disappointing. That was... Very disappointing. That hurt. And that pro- hurt. The, probably the worst one that I had, which was just oh, sickening. Yes. Is, um, oh, yes. I did, I'm known to flutter on a same-race multi, and I had a same-race multi. What was it paying? Like 1400 or something? And it was... It was decent. Yeah, it was 1400 I think. And it was... I needed Siege 
which was running in race nine, to come top two, right? Top two for Siege. Then I needed Dream Circle, which flew, flew home for fourth at good odds to run top four. And I needed Easy Single top four. So over the line, perfect. Siege came second. Dream Circle came fourth. Easy Single one. Happy days. There's 1,400. Kept checking the account. Didn't didn't process, didn't process. Then I saw prote- uh, protest. I went, hang on, what's going on? And J-Mac aboard Enchanted Heart came third, and he he protested against both second and first. And I'm like, oh, my God, this either gets dismissed and he stays third, or it gets upheld and he goes to first. Surely not just one gets shafted, but look what happens. My horse, Siege, which I needed to come second, gets pushed to third, and I get completely shafted. So not all bookies do that. They often pay protests on the win. If you do bet with Bet365, they pay every single bit. So should have bet with them, but... That hurt. So that was really disappointing. So that was $1,400 just down the gurgler. So thanks so for the reminder. I think, if I recall as well, so I think it was like, let's say Shades of Rose was right. So that would have been three consecutive races as well. Like yeah. It would have been fucking filthy. It would have been uh, Shades of Rose opens the account. Kamazawa gets absolutely yeah. check squeezed, sees yeah. backsides for fucking days, the following race, and then Wicklow wins the following mm-hmm. easily. And then fucking we get to race nine, back to back to back races, and we the, witness travesty. Do you know siege. The annoying thing because that that same race might be paying good odds, right? And I got to be ballsy at the end of the day. I did that, so fourteen dollars, right? Into the last, which was Sir Lemur stood it out to win with Titanium Power Oof. top four. So that was like. Oh, I don't even want to know because Solomar Solomar won Huey aboard by like three lengths. Titanium Power came fourth, so it was like fourteen times about six, and I just had like twenty on it. But still, that would have been squillions. So that was sickening. Oh, Thanks no, for the reminder. Uh, uh, you, you're welcome. Um, I think the listeners needed to know and keep <laughs> keep the keep the ledger square. Well, at least uh, yeah, we- they know what happens to the, everything that happens to them happens to us as well. What happens uh, to me? Because I think I think it was a, I think overall as a race card it was actually a, a good tipping card yeah for the most part well and, uh, i was a bit iffy yeah. on molly nails in the first like i was pretty keen i know you boys like so country but i liked molly nails but didn't have a jock when we did the podcast and jay mac ended up riding it i'm like it was, fuck yeah, it was fourth emergency so we seven fifty I mean, ended up paying yeah um yeah, troach one contributing well. factor one which i was pretty surprised i think i think we mentioned bartoselli which ended up Third, um, you gave a good push, elusive jewel, um, and Tommy liked narrated where you guys left out. Um, what was the other one? Lovely esteem. So that was good, and that was a good. I think you you mentioned take the elusive jewel and also do the Quinella of narrated as well. I'm not sure how much it paid, but they both paid six dollars and five dollars. Would have been all right. Um, Shades of Rose, obviously we mentioned Pizarro that one. Wicklow, we talked that up that one. Crosstalk. Um, we talked about that, and we also mentioned JoJo fuck. was a man, which was ordinary. Fuck, fuck it was a good... I, I think it's uh, well, it was the end of the preparation after watching that. I just think um had every chance to make a run, JoJo. Uh, just didn't... Wasn't yeah, I think it. it was just on we- weary legs by that stage. So I'm guessing they're just going to tip it out and then mm. probably race it, who knows, January or something. Yeah. And then, yeah, then... <laughs> Then the horror show after that, wasn't it? Yeah, we won't we, we, we mention it. It's all right. It's all greener pastures now, mate. We'll, we'll salute tomorrow. There's a couple of good ones tomorrow. And I think I'm going to have a little follow on Huey. I think Huey's going to ride a couple tomorrow. So if there's any specials on Huey to ride three or more or something, I'm going to jump on. 
Um, he's going to be short on the old jock challenge, I'd have to think so. Yeah, I think he's only got like six rides though. So, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, yeah, right. All right, well, we'll, we will leave it there. Good um, good chat, good prize money chat, good tipping. Uh, fingers crossed we salute. Enjoy, mate. All right, mate. I'll speak to you soon.